Welcome to the Comedy Best Kept Super Show Podcast. We are in the uh, green room with the Goliath Comedy Club in South Africa, in Johannesburg. I'm here with, uh, with no. <laughs> Luisa. Luiso. Luiso. Madenga. Madenga. See, you, yes. you have a joke where you make fun of your name, and now what you said in the joke, I'm not going to ruin it for them, but what you said in the joke is now is in what, my head. No, no, no. Yeah. Madenga. Madenga. Yes. Uh, so thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, you for having me. How long have you been doing comedy? Five years now. That's crazy. You're incredible on stage. Oh, thank you. You crushed it last night. Well, Super was, impressed. We had a nice crowd last night. Yeah, they were really great. They were really Tonight's great terrible. Night. It's going to go bad. Tonight? I'm just kidding. Uh, how old are you? 30. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm 30. Cool. I yeah. just look young because I'm moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so um, this is my first time in South Africa. So far, it has been... I mean, How's it the, been? The, 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 I mean, I was trying to tell people before, as a comedian, when you go to a place... Nothing is happy until you get to go on stage. So I was here like four days, and I was just like walking around. I was like, I don't yeah. know, man. And then first night I saw the crowd, and I was like, yes. Yeah, right. This is my yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The crowds are really dope. So good. Very vocal. They're very laugh, they laugh hard. When they appreciate it, uh, they respect you, and there's no... Uh, in the United, have you been in the United States? Yeah. So in the United States, there's, you know, on occasion those situations where it's just somebody in the crowd who's drunk and dumb and yeah. wants to be a part of the yeah. show. And so far, that's not that's not an experience here. So. Uh, it's not common. It happens, but it yeah. it's, it's not appreciated by yeah. the crowd or the... Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's starting to be particularly common uh, in the U.S. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So the respect here is great. And that's what, what I found when I was there is now it's, uh, it's something even Chappelle brings up in his specials a lot now is the whole PC culture. Yeah. As soon as you mention certain subjects... Before you even said yeah. your angle yep. on it or your yep. stance on something. Yeah. You, have to, you have like to do a whole other sentence. Bill Berger, every time he says something, he, he, talk, he wants to talk about fat people. And he goes, I know you're not supposed to say this. Yeah, but you gotta, uh, I know you're not you supposed to say this. So much. But, uh, and Chappelle, uh, Chappelle in, the, in these last two specials, he, he, he said brittle, which I think is the perfect word for it. He said people are so brittle yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, they're so sensitive and it makes it so difficult to deal with. Um, and I don't find that here. You know? Not yet. I, I don't find that here. No, no, no. Well, South, South Africans are conservative, but yeah. it's not It's not extreme. It's, it's like if you find a way to bring a subject in yeah. that's um, palatable. You still got to be funny. You still got to be clever. You still got to be smart about it. They'll take it in. Yeah, right. yeah. We're, not, we're not shut off to like, oh, no, we don't do that at all. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not yeah. Kind of yeah. Well, especially in, in certain parts right now, New York and whatnot, people are just like, no. Yeah. No, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't as soon as you that. go, my transgender. Yeah. No. Before no. You no. Say friend. Yeah. Or you, no. You, you can't. You're not. Your you next can't. book could have been lover. You. Yeah. And there's like, nope. You can't talk about can't your transgender it. lover. Yeah. So it's tough. So so you know, the day that I got to South Africa was the day they wrote up Dave Chappelle's uh, special and said, uh, Dave, you can't say that. Which is which is insane. For, as a comedian, I think we all understand that a newspaper is. Not here to tell Dave Chappelle what he can and cannot say. That's crazy. Who are these people? And the crowd loved it. So you, you're you're it's done. It's so weird. It's like I have a gay. I have a, this gay. This gay joke. This um, joke about homosexuality, right? That I didn't want to do until I did it in a gay club. Yeah. I wanted to go. If they're not laughing, I don't want to do right. this joke. Right. right. And that's I smart. do it. Fucking gay guys love it. Oh yeah. Fucking every time I do it. Right. That's smart. So. You do it in a room with no gay people in it. They straight get, people are like they get oh, uncomfortable. Why They're like looking saying, around. Yeah, well, it's like calm down. Gay people love this. They fucking why love you, this joke. Why yes. are you the defenders of gay? Right. Yeah. That's what they should be called. The, the defenders, defenders of, of the gay. The defenders of gay. <laughs> Marvel brings it's you coming out. It's the a new defenders movie. Defenders of gay. It's going to be the hottest movie of the <laughs> summer. The this summer. <laughs> sweaty cracks across the nation. <laughs> the defenders. <laughs> So cool, man. So why are you doing comedy? What's what's wrong with you? What's wrong with it? <laughs> no, what's wrong with you? <laughs> with me? No, I what? What, what was the, no, what was the reason? No, what was the real reason? What was why did why why I did this wanted thing to attract do it, you? And then when I finally did it, it made sense. Yeah. I wasn't advertising before for many years. No shit. And the first time I got on stage, and it wasn't like an ego thing. It wasn't like I heard the laughter and I was like, mm, forever. I want yeah. this. It was literally as I got on stage before I said hello. It just felt like I was finding the right place yeah. in my life. Yeah. And uh, spiritually or whatever it was, yeah. it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, this one's supposed to be. It is one of those things. It, so just, it just clicks. Yeah, it just clicked. Yeah, that's what it is. And then and the, and the, here's the problem with comedy is when you do it and you get on there and that happens and you just go, well, nothing else matters. Yeah. That, that's You're like, oh, everything else is man, irrelevant. Dog. 
Like, I'm... I... I measure a day on my comedy of the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, how, what did I write? What stages yeah. did I hit? Yeah. Everything else was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So Nothing yeah, else I, I talked to my mom. Matters. Yeah, that was, that was It's that was tough. Like yeah, so um, what was it? Uh, somebody, uh, well, actually, well, Trevor Noah, actually, interestingly enough, went on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. and his schedule, They asked, Jerry asked him what his schedule was, and he said, well, I wake up at 6 p.m., I go and I do a show. He, so he's on stage by 7 p.m., yeah. does a show. He had a one-man show. So you do an hour show, and so he's done by 8. Then he goes to the comedy cellar, does a couple spots, does a couple other comedy clubs, does spots. And then he's hanging out with comedians till like 4 a.m., goes home, has breakfast, uh, goes grocery shopping, goes to bed at like 9 or 10 a.m. Yeah. And Jerry just looks at him and goes, you're going to be fine. Because yeah. <laughs> he wakes up, and the first thing he does is his favorite yeah. thing. I mean, I still have to live in like a in like this schedule where like I'm waiting all day just to do comedy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, no, that's a, that's a dream though. It's just yeah. more more stage time. Yeah, like yeah. the idea of going. Uh, Imagine if you could wake up and like and, and meet like just like you you're sleeping upstairs. You wake up and then the show started. That sounds like heaven. To that's me. life. Like yeah. who else can say that about right. their job? Right. Like, very people can right. say that. Like I w- watching Chappelle um, when he was doing the Radio City run. Yes. And. He would do a show all week, yeah, and still hit the clubs and work material. Yes, yes. yes. On the days where he wasn't doing the show, he yes. was doing the show for the whole month. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, L- same thing. Louis, Louis, like a great way to live. And then uh, who was it? Uh, um, who did I just interview? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jensen. Um, the guy right here. Um, Jason. No, the Jensen. What's his last name? J- uh, Jansen. Eric Jansen, sorry. Oh, yeah. I interviewed Eric Jansen. He said he said same thing happened when Trevor came here. He came and did he came and did a, sh- a spot here before yeah. he did, went and did the stadium. Yeah. And Louis C.K. did the same thing in St. Louis. He uh, he did a, he did a, he sold out a big arena and then he called the comedy club. He's like, hey, I want to work out some stuff. Can I come and do a show right after I do the arena show? So he yeah. came straight from the arena show and played a comedy club for 100 people and like worked out new shit. Jesus. It's a dream, man. Like it's a, a dream, dream. man. Yeah. You just want more stage time to get better at <laughs> right. this thing. Right. Because you can only get better on, on a stage. Which right. Is it's the only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. You're practicing in front of... Got to get your 10,000 hours? 10,000 hours before you're professional. 10,000 hours. So that's cool. So year five. Your number, year number I'm five. Five years in. Yeah. Five years into comedy, which has been dope, man. It's, things have been happening faster. Yeah. And it's been fun. This is a crazy, wild, and energetic scene. This yeah. is this is great. Oh yeah, no. it's grown, bro. Like when Trevor was starting, there were maybe you could get on stage maybe once a month. Yeah, literally in the yeah. city once a month. Yep. Now you can get on stage every night. Since I'm here three weeks. Joke, I got I got 17 shows. I'm only here 21 days. Damn. Actually, it's gonna end up being it's gonna end up almost being 18 shows. Are you, are you doing Parkers? I'm doing Parkers. When I'm doing, doing the Parkers? other uh, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay. I'm doing the n- I'm doing next week at their other club unless it gets canceled. And I'm doing this show in, in Bramfontein. Okay. And then and then I just picked up something in Limpopo. I was supposed to be in Cape. Oh, dope. I was supposed to be in uh, Cape Town, but I yeah. ca- I'm gonna I got I got to cancel for Limpopo. And then I'm getting something in Pretoria, and then I do all these open mics. Cape Town's Cape Town is a really dope scene if you if you organize if you or if like if you make sure you got gigs before you get there. Yeah. They're also growing really fast. Yeah. They're growing really Yeah, everybody, dope everybody tells me I got to do it, but it's so far, and the stuff's here, so next trip, I'm going to do it. Yeah. What brought you here? What made you go? Um, I, just, I had some friends that were, gonna, that were on a program, uh, and they were going to be in, uh, in Cape Town, and they, or, uh, excuse me, they were going to be in Johannesburg, and they hit me up, and they were like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in South Africa for a while, and I was like, um, I'm coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I hit up, yeah. so I hit up everybody I could find in uh. town. Uh, and I was like, if I can get any gigs, I'm coming. Uh, dope. And they said, yeah, but I'm, I've been wanting to come here for a long time because how new this scene is is so exciting to me. Yeah. Because, the, you know, in, in the U.S., I don't know, we're probably uh, 50, 60 year old. Yeah. So you guys are like 25, 30 years yeah. as a scene. Yeah. And, and so it's only it's really so a scene now. It was yeah. Like you could count the amount of comics that we had like for yeah. the first 10 years. Yeah. You could literally name all of them. So this is... Which you, sh- you should also hit um, Eastern Europe. Yeah. Their new comedy scene. It's yeah. like their own vibe. Raw as fuck. Yeah. And they're the most honest people. I'm like, when you hit with that much war, yeah, your yeah, level of, of honesty is way higher. Sure. Yeah. The Bosnian comics and the... They're the most ruthless comics no I've shit. ever seen in my life. Yeah? Like, but like... The level of ruthlessness and the intelligence of their humor, yeah. when matched, is just like 
Yeah. yeah it's the only way to do it. Yeah, the only way the only way to really get in there is to be able to do it with intelligence yeah. and then you can really break this oh, thing yeah, apart. Yeah. Still got to sell that that's thing, what man. That's what we love about this thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you watch so many guys who think that it's just about saying what you want to say. It's like, no. <laughs> I, you there's got a lot of things I would love to say so on stage. Many, and there's so many pieces how. that you have to stack. Yeah. There's so many things that you have to balance yeah. to make that to thing make work. That point which land. is why when we watch Chappelle, when we watch uh, Burr, when we watch these guys do these hard rock, yeah. do these hard-ass topics, yeah. Noah, you know, then we're just like, the audience like, doesn't know, but we're like, that's not. It's like Shay's. Someone wrote. Uh, it was just a comment on um, Shay's bit about uh, marriage. Yeah. And he said, "What's the next? What next? If you get, if you allow gay marriage, goat. what next? Uh, bestiality." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And he defends it, and it's funny. The goat. And the, the goat guy goes, joke. "This guy just defended bestiality." Yeah. And it landed. It's so and like. You don't know how smart you have to be to do it's that. Such a funny <laughs> joke, the yeah. goat. Yeah, it's not the worst thing I could do to a goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. So good, man. So that's great, man. Fuck. So yeah. So um, so, so it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just soaking it up. Like this is. Did you have a good time? Though? I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know how good it was gonna be. This is great. This is like a really good situation. So what else? So what do you do? So then you, you said you know you're, you're five years in. You're not waking up and getting a meeting on stage. So what else? What else do you do with your with your time? At this point. I try to do this most of the time. If I, like, I wake up and I write. Like, yeah. like, I wake up, go to the coffee shop, write. Then the rest of the day is just doing stuff like I do voiceovers. No shit. I do a lot of voiceovers for stuff. And um, Hey, wait, do, do like a quick pitch for the. This is the, called the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour Podcast. Just, just do like a little. This is Loisa Matinga, and you're listening to Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour Podcast. Stay tuned for more comedy. Stay tuned for more comedians from around the world. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, here's what I noticed. I've only been here four days. I'm already like, I'm already. I love proper English. Like I don't. Yeah, we, speak, we, don't, we, don't we speak, speak well. Yeah. Yeah. I texted a friend. I, I texted a friend of mine. I texted. Uh, you got to check out this movie. And then I was like, I was like, after you watch it, you must tell me how you how you liked it. Uh. Which is not like that's normal for you, but we would. I would just say, tell me how you liked it. You must, you must tell me. You must tell me. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, well, you must. You tell must me tell how me. you liked it. I had my inner, my inner South African in my head. <laughs> you must tell me. Um, this is fun. So, yeah, you're fine. There was a, it's gonna it's, get. It's like, and it's small things with the pronunciation because sometimes, a lot of the time, the war, like um, what I've noticed is waiters yeah. here and in the states. The water and water yeah. thing. Water. Fuck, it fucks up waiters. Water. South African, water. South Africans here. Yeah. Can I have some water? Water. What do they think, what do they think we're saying? They, we have no idea what you're oh. saying. We have no idea. And in the States, when you go, can I have a glass of water, please? And they go, they look at you like, what? What is water? water? What is water? Now, uh, Sir? And I go, water. And water. Then, and they look at me like I'm an idiot. Like, but why did you say water? Why wa- didn't you say why water? Why did you say water? <laughs> Why are you such a weirdo? <laughs> no, here's worse. My sister married a guy from uh, Philadelphia, uh. and he says "water, water, water." What the fuck? Yeah, I and the guy, first guy I knew from Philly, he would say "water" to me. It took me like a month to find out. Hang on, we'll get you. We'll get you on the mic at the end of this. <laughs> um, the uh, oh, here's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So everybody has like a different piece of advice for what I should be doing outside of comedy in Johannesburg, in South Africa. Oh yeah. What do you What do you think is like a key to this city? What's the thing I need to do before I leave? My My favorite thing about Joburg is the people. Yeah. So hitting bars, hitting bars is always a dope thing. We're always listening out for an accent. Yeah. And the people hear you, they'll welcome you to the group, and you'll meet great people. That's my favorite thing about about this city. Yeah. So you got to hit the bars. Yeah. You got to hit Bromfontein. It's t- so I did so I did that a little bit already. We went to Melville last night. So where else? Where oh, dope. We? Melville's dope. Um, just stay within the golden the highways that go around Joburg. Yeah. Stay within that. Oh yeah. Outside it just starts everybody, getting Everybody yeah, everybody has this weird piece of advice that they think I'm going to get mugged or robbed. About uh, then I'm gonna get robbed. Everybody's like telling me how much I'm gonna get robbed, which I'm not. I don't walk not around with that normal fear. more than you would get robbed anywhere else. Right. That's, that's like how if I you feel. just like, yeah, you're not gonna walk around with you know your boombox. Yeah. Nobody has boomboxes. No, anymore. no. I don't know. Why I gave that example. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I did. I did get off. I got off my flight and I had. I had my bag and I had. My, and I had a big thing in front of me. But then I walked down this weird section of town, which all the cab drivers are like, "You shouldn't walk there." Yeah. But. I have something about me that says, like, you, they look at me and they go, well, 
nobody would do that. So he's he he knows yeah. what he's doing. It's confidence. Yeah, he confidence knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, he must have a gun. He, there's for some reason. He, yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Nobody would be dumb enough to just carry everything they own yeah. down the street right here. So. So no, that's cool. No, cool. Nah, you will fine. Listen, you're going on stage in a couple minutes, so let's let's yes, get sir. you let's get you off. Uh, let's plug plug all your stuff. Are you on uh, Instagram? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Luisa Matinga, L O Y I S O M A D I N G A, and and look um, at my I just dropped my one man show, so I'm gonna put, oh, I'm gonna put that stuff on so on YouTube. Six, soon. Sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. Yeah, awesome, one hour. Man. Just got into TV now, and yeah, now I'm working on new material, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Clean the slate and all start over, over. Fuck, man. Well, you're doing fine. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you, man. Thank uh, you. Thanks Thank a lot you for having me. Uh, and then let's let's get Mo. Let's get Mo up on. Appreciate you. We're just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it rocking. We're just gonna bring you right in. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on in. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Just to catch up. To you. To everybody. Yeah. Hey, what's up? My name is Mo Motebe. Mo underscore M O T H E B E. You call me the chocolate if you nasty. <laughs> uh, and then we're just gonna just keep tight because it's because uh, we got all this all this oh, shit yeah. going on. Um, but thank you for being here, man. I, I watched you perform last night and tonight. You're a very funny, dude. Thanks, my brother. Uh, I'm excited uh, to be at this club. I, I feel super privileged and yeah, like I, I feel a little bit like I like I snuck in here. Yeah, it's the best comedy club in the country. It's great. It's probably the continent. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're being you're being slightly facetious, but you, but I'm you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. It's it's fantastic here. No, it's the best. And all these guys, and this is crazy. So I, I didn't really know what level we were really dealing with because I don't. I mean, I've, I've never been here. I don't. You know, as a dumb American, we just don't uh, go outside of our circle very much. So I got here. Jason's sitting outside. Eric's sitting outside. And just little kids are coming up and like, hey, can I take a picture with you? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh fuck. I was like, I need to like check yeah. myself here. This is this is this is this is real. This is the beauty of this place. You get like guys that are proper A-listers in the country, and then you got like up and coming guys that yeah. like people recognize. But you don't know what, like, you're like, aren't you that? Yeah. Yeah, so guys on the cusp, like, bumping yeah. under guys. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a great place. And that's what's, that's what's great. I mean, that's what's great about comedy and, and the right kind of comedy club is being able to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's a, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. So sometimes some people are in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And the comedy guys kind of take them out. You know, they yeah. filter out the people yeah. that are for the fame and not for the love of the craft. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what we, that's what comedians appreciate the most because, there's a lot of ways into this business. There's no barriers to entry, so anyone can do it. Yeah. That's the one thing. Anyone can jump in. Yeah. Everybody can get in, but they're gonna, you're going to get filtered out. If Na- you gotta, natural selection, I like to you got to be good. You, can't, you cannot be bad at this and continue. It's just not possible. Lately, I've been thinking that like, there has to be an element of natural funny as well. Yeah. Some guys can be great writers and all that stuff, but like, the natural funny is like, it's like a, if you like a soccer player, yeah. a guy that trains a lot, doesn't have natural ability, yeah. versus a guy that trains a lot, and then... Also has natural ability. Yeah. At one point, the natural ability will. Yeah. If, they, if they're working equally as hard, the natural ability will just tip them over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's well. In in the U.S., we just we just call everybody LeBron when we talk about that. <laughs> just LeBron, because he could have played any. He could have been a soccer player. Yeah. Could have been a football player. But could have been anything. He's remarkable though. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. He's a seventeen year. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been doing comedy? This is my fifth year. Okay, no shit. Started 2013, yeah. Wow. It's my fifth year going, yeah. That's crazy. What have you learned? I think the most important thing I've learned recently is that, like, we we alone, we're on stage, but we're together in the thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it helps us, like, a sense of community amongst comedians. There is, there really is here. And it's very important. Yeah. It's very important, yeah, yeah. The the bigger a scene gets, the more it starts to chip off, and tinier groups start to form. Yeah, because ours is so like it's, it's a young industry, so yeah. we, we actually help each other out a lot. No, it's yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. There's I got, a lot I, of camaraderie. Yeah, I got. Well, th- this, this is what I was saying, Eric. I, nobody was like people were just like, kind of nice to me yesterday before I got on stage. They were like, oh yeah, yeah. Then I got off stage and they and, and I did well, and they were like, hey, we got these other shows. And, and yeah. I was like, okay, thank God, thanks. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's, yeah, it's, it's game recognized game. One of the show you died <laughs> and no one was speaking. Like we have a horrible show, and no one was speaking. I'm pat you on the head. Yeah. Oh, just everyone's avoiding eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those things. Uh, so it's fun, man. It's good. It's good things. Oh shit, cameo. Um, <laughs> Robert so yeah. or Black Collins. Yeah, I think. Well, so uh, we had. I think we had four, four or five times scheduled. Robbie Collins. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. Good, good, yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so this is this is this is fun, man. So okay. So I, I. This is what I ask everybody everywhere. Is like, why, why, why comedy? I always, I always wanted to do the thing, right? And then when I was fourteen, a friend of mine. Remember the floppy disks. Yeah, he had an episode the three of three by five or the or the I'm oh, old. The small one, the small one, the yeah, small yeah. One, yeah. 
He had an episode of Dev Comedy Jam. Okay. And I watched Chris Tucker and Bernie Mac and oh Martin. Shit. And I was like, okay. That's cool. one episode. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a fantastic episode. Yeah. yeah. So then that was the first time I'd ever seen stand up. I was 14. I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh I decided there when I was 14. So yeah. those are your guys. Who, who are your guys then? Ooh, Martin yeah. Lawrence. At that point, uh, Martin's still the greatest host. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris Tucker's fallen off a little bit. So let me say Chappelle, Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Okay. No shit. Uh, Stephen Wright. Okay. There's a guy from Scotland called um, Kevin Bridges. Okay. I really like him. Yeah. It's okay. Great, great storytelling comic. No shit. Um, yeah. It's a lucky That's memory. awesome. Yeah. It changes all the time. But yeah, yeah, my, yeah, of course. My yeah. stable. Top yeah. Every four, time yeah. we find, every time we like, we branch out and find another guy from another c- another community, another country, we're like, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Mike Babiglia. Yeah. I really like Babiglia. Yeah. I really yeah. like him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Dire is a low key great writer as well. If you watch yeah. Powerplay, like the concepts he like he like in the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's great yeah. man. He's super charismatic, super yeah, chill. He's like and people, I don't know. He's I don't know. He's got this like thing as being like an urban comedy, just being for black people. Yeah. he's a great all round comedian. In my yeah, opinion. he yeah. really is. Yeah, Powerplay is is powerful. Oh, Patrice, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. He's <sighs> like he's a he's kind of a low key legend in New York. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm he just kind of they we ju- he just kind of enters the conversation. It's like it's like a it's like a biggie conversation. Quick, we just go, oh yeah, and the Patrice and he yeah. comes back. My bad for not mentioning him earlier, but Patrice. Yeah. Uh, well, this yeah. and this is how crazy. This is how big it is. It's like uh, Patrice had his guys. So you know how Diddy like still puts up pictures of Biggie like every three years, and he's like, "Yo, remember how I was?" Yeah, we like we remember. Relax, yeah. okay. Uh, that's that's like that's Patrice still has those guys. They're like they were the guys that like started with him. Oh yeah. And they just still get to hang out. Oh fuck. Because they were Patrice's boys. You listen to the uh, Opie and Anthony show. Uh, well, so now it, it, it's all it's gotten all split up now. Okay. So Anthony got his own show. Shit. And then he lost that show. And now Anthony started a show with Artie Lang. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that's that's happening now. I used to listen to Patrice's bits on that shit. Oh, yeah. It was mad, though. Oh, yeah. It was he mad. Was fearless. Yeah. Fearless. Yeah, he was, huh? Yeah. He was. I, I would see him on uh, I'd see him on panel discussions. They'd bring him in. They're like, and today, comedian Patrice O'Neill is going to talk about feminism. And then they'd bring on, like, some feminist girl. And she's, like, being offended by everything. And he's, like, and he would just go in. No, we wouldn't stop. <laughs> He wouldn't stop. I loved him, yeah. man. He was, yeah. It's a damn shame. Undeniable. Uh, yeah. Undeniable. Also, low-key Cedric. Yeah. Cedric's like that drunk uncle that says racist things, but it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I like yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Not he wrong. Just, he yeah. has this joke about Mexicans that just fucking finishes me. It's like, <laughs> it's like a, it's such a, like a jokey joke. Yeah. So he's <laughs> he says, Mexicans are too hardworking to be slaves. You're like The slave owner be like, Sanchez. Go pick that cotton and be like, already did it. <laughs> In fact, my sister made you a sweater. Maria, <laughs> bring master his sweater. It's racist, but it's hilarious. That's great. That's yeah. great. But it's Cedric. He gets away with it. Yeah. yeah. I really yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's, the, that's, what, that's where we're at. Is this, weird, is this weird thing where uh, if you're a member of whatever, uh, you know, other, if you're, like, if, you, if you're a minority, you get to talk about another minority. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you just get the pass. Okay. It's, it's different, because yeah, black people are majority here. Right. Yeah, but like at times we, we perform in spaces where we kind of pander to the audience. Yeah. Yeah, and that's horrible, but like it is. It's the yeah, nature yeah. of the beast in right. terms of the industry is so young, so the people that can afford it predominantly, not anymore, but like used to be a lot of white people, but now it's more yeah, spread yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's crazy. Um, so what else? What was I going to ask you? So uh, I've only been here a couple days. Yeah. Right. We went out last night. We went to uh, Melville, right? Oh, fuck. Dude. His feet came up. Dude. His feet came in the shot. The shit is up here. Uh, what else should I do in South Africa while I'm here? What should I not miss out on? Jesus. Jesus? He's here? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Because when, when you live in a place, you become a creature of habit. So I don't right. know. So you just become into your routine and shit yeah. like that. I don't know. You've, you've seen Bramfontein? Yeah, I, we went out there. I'm doing a club next week over there. So Fuck, it's a shame because you came and some of the clubs are closed. There's a, yeah. there's a club in Maboning, the Goliath Run. It's called The Box. Best room in the country. Yeah. Hands down. The Box. The best room in the country. Yeah. If you still are, because they're having the first one at the end of January. Yeah. I'll be gone. What's, the, what's, the, what's the, what day is that? It's on Sundays. Okay. That's, the, that's these guys. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah, it's, yeah, the yeah. Best, it's the best room in the country. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being hyperbolic. <laughs> it's amazing. The, um, 
You should check that out. I'll uh, be back, man. I'll be, I'm definitely going to be back. You should probably go to a place called The Summit. It's okay. like the, the grungiest strip club in, the, in Georgia. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I don't, what is it about people? You go to a city, you go to Missouri, you go somewhere, and you're like, what should I do? And they tell you the dirtiest strip club in the town. Always. Summit's this is one an of those things. Summit's an experience, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, it's an underbelly. It's I, just like you got to go. I went to a strip club in, in Missouri where uh, a fat guy took off his shirt, got on stage, and then... Uh, he started stripping. No one stopped him. And then in the corner, two of the strippers were openly fighting. Jesus. So I don't know if we can top that dirty ass. No, there was club. no domestic abuse. <laughs> but at Summit, you'll see wonderful things. Like, and they don't have like sexy like R&B and hip-hop music and shit like that. They, have like, they have like ballads. Yo. The ladies oh, yeah? make it to ballads. It's not like... Do they come out to the Titanic theme song? Yeah, that kind of shit. Really? It's, it's not like fucking Shake That Titty. It's not like Titty Boy or like Juicy yeah. J and that kind of shit. Or Two James. It's like it's... Yeah, it's like sensual R and B. I like you, st- you still call them Titty Boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm an old school fan like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out uh, Ti if you're not familiar with his work. Uh, he started off as Titty Boy. Yeah, That's so fun. Uh, two Chains actually currently known as Two Chains. Yeah, two, yeah, Two Chains, Two Chains, Two Chains is a lucky genius. Are you gonna go to Cape Town? Supposed to go to Cape Town. Just got Limpopo. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to bail. What Cape Limpopo? Town. What fucking gig is in Limpopo? So, uh, they're paying money. I gotta go. Who? Uh, somebody. Somebody. Uh, I'll show you. After, I'll show you off stage. Uh, that's uh, insane. Uh, Shit. Yeah. Okay. That should be. Then, uh, out of town. Out of town's always good, man. Yeah. Out of town's always dope. <laughs> I mean, okay. like it's also out of town is also like you know the stories on the road, like the because the smaller provinces aren't used to seeing the entertainment. Yeah. So in Joburg, they kind of see us on TV, but they like have so much access to us in real life. Right. So they don't react like. But like this is New York City, and that's Missouri. Yeah. So yeah. the second you, the further away from Joburg you are, the more vocal the people are when they see you. Yeah. Even if they don't recognize, don't know where they recognize yeah. you from, they will just be taking pictures with you. Yeah. Like I've seen you on TV. Yeah. You must be something. I have that face too. Yeah. They just they say he was on HBO's Boardwalk Empire. I wasn't shit on there, but they go, oh dude, I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember you. What yeah. role did you play on Boardwalk? What season? I was, was just on? I was just a gangster. Like they didn't even give me a name. Gangster how, five. Oh yeah, it was just gangster, and they just I would, they would put me in the back. Whenever there was a there was a gangster scene, a mafia oh, yeah? scene, they put me in the back, and they just hand me something. They'd be like, "Here's a gun." I'd be like, "All right, cool, that's it." So how, how many seasons were you on? Just one, dude. I'm an idiot. I didn't even realize I could have been on five seasons, and I wasn't like paying attention to the castings. I wasn't trying to act nothing, and then I found out, and I was like, "I could probably get on." And then I got on, and they put me on like a bunch of episodes. I could have been on the whole fucking show. Fuck. Yeah, I could, and then I could, and then five in five years, you know what I mean? I would have been, you I would have been the, the, this guy, you know. You would have been close. Instead of this guy, I would have been this guy. You would have been close. Yeah, yeah. you would have been fucked. So I, I, so I fucked up, but we learn every grow. That's on me. That's on me. But yeah, so Limpo, I'm gonna do Limpopo. Try to do Pretoria. Shit, that's my hometown. Yeah, I know what you're gonna do there, but all the best. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know Pretoria. I tried. I started out there. Yeah, but Joburg's where it's at. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's what they said. So, and everybody, everybody's super positive about Cape Town, but it is very far. Uh, so it's just, it's just gonna have to be the next trip. If I get invited back, I'm gonna get help Cape Town. Yeah, I mean, because Cape Town, you can also like in season, you can do about like two shows a night. Right. So you can double up and go bang, different. Bang, bang, yeah. Like, you also have like almost every show, almost a show. If, if you go like every time of the ride, like either beginning of the month or the end of the month. Yeah. You could do like two shows every night the whole week. Yeah. So you can get like a lot of stage time. Not like, in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. any other. Yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of open mics, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. a platform to try new shit as well. Yeah, that's cool. There's Thank one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out Poppies on Monday. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah Poppies is dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah Poppies is it's a nice place to try new material. It's yeah. free, so like, but they don't behave like a free audience. They're so like, they're, they're legit. They're good. They're, they're good. respectful. Yeah, they're not, they're, you don't expect it from a free audience. They're like they've they've become a comedy audience. They become a comedy audience. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, since since, uh, since we're doing this whole thing uh, and trying to. Trying to get everybody on in the green room. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring Jason. But, let, but let's plug you with everything. I mean, you got oh, all your cool. Instagrams, all your... Um, Every social media platform is yeah, Mo Twitter, underscore Snapchat. M-O-T-H-E-B-E. No. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go Sorry, yeah. say it again. Every, all the shits, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's Mo underscore M-O-T-H-E-B-E. Swags. Cool. Thank Swags. you, man. Appreciate you. All the best, brother. Thanks a lot. Salud, Lucas. I'll bring on Jason Goliath, one of the uh, the brain children of uh, Goliath and Goliath. I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, I I should have done more research. Uh, as soon as I got in town and I found out that I was working with Jason Goliath, people were like, "Yo, you're doing the right shit here." Yeah, lying. But thank you. But thank you for having me, man. This is this is dope, man. This is really this is a fantastic club. I don't. I appreciate. That I can't. Much. I can't. Like, here's where I'm at. I, I have this weird. Uh, want and need and desire to tell as many people as I can and then I have this weird inside thing that says don't tell anybody <laughs> and let this be your secret you know what I mean 
it's, it's like it's, I don't want everybody like, to come. It's like Fight Club. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like Fight Club. I wish I wish it wasn't. Yeah. I wish people would just tell everybody. But it, it is kind of one of those things that it's it's so great you want to keep it. It's a too good. You want to spoil it. Yeah. Or with the beach. You saw the beach. The beach. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and all these people. They they found this this sick yeah, 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 beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to that beach. And they in fucking. And there. they were like, and if you tell anybody about the beach, we're gonna stab you in the dick. And they told people. And they told and people. Now you've got a queue to get to the beach. Right. That's right. exactly what happened. Right. So I would really love to just tell people, and then they can queue. Yeah. To get into the club. <laughs> That'll make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But this is great. So. Um, just gonna put this out there. You are an incredible host. You oh, fucking you. hold the show together like I've never seen. I love the respect, the way they handle things here. It's very similar to what I know about British uh, comedy clubs. That's wh- that's the first place I actually saw comedy. I I, yeah. I got on stage in 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 the states, and then I immediately moved to London for six months for school, and I just hung out at comedy clubs. Yeah. and I just watched. I didn't go on stage. I just watched. I was twenty years old and no shit. I think it was. I think I was actually nineteen years old. And I was just watching. It was great. And just the respect that, that you get and the respect that you guys create in this room, the thing with the wall and the audience know what's going on, it's, it's nuts. It's bananas. Well, it's, you know what it is? is, is we're trying to get it to not a respect so much for us or even for the club, but a respect for the craft. Yeah. And I think that people kind of are really ignorant as to how new stand-up in yeah. this format yeah. is in South Africa. Right. So. We, we look at it as you're not only kind of educating acts that time is a very important thing when yeah. it comes to putting a show together, but you're also educating the audience in terms of, you know, the way formatted comedy should work. Yeah, yeah. No, that's smart. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, because how many situations have we been in where there's somebody yeah. on stage and they won't jump off? So they have, a, they have a wall set up here where the crowd knows what's going on. When you would normally get lit as a comedian, the wall goes red, so everybody in the room knows that this comedian needs to wrap yeah. up. So if he decides to go long, he doesn't have that opportunity because the crowd gets, takes him off. No. It's brilliant. 100%. And it's, it's, it's also become like another character in the room. Yeah. So, you know, most clubs in the world, the, the red light or the, whatever the, yeah. the, the mechanism And now it's just, people use. are lazy, man. They just flashlight you. 100%. And uh, the audience is not, in, is not involved. Right. So with us, uh, the audience look forward to a red wall and being fl- you know, somebody being flashed on yeah. stage. Yeah. It becomes a thing. Yeah. Um, so they're involved and it, it, it worked out. Yeah. Ask me something interesting. Ask me something. Ask me something better than I've ever been asked. No, Just no pressure. Just like no. Put yourself. I believe in you, man. I'm not gonna do that. I no, I want to know. I want to know. This is this is an important thing for me and for a lot of people because I I really do. I, I see the way that you talk to the crowd and the way that you explain comedy to them and the way that you tell them that you love them and you appreciate them and and that's that's important to me. That's how I, and that's how I feel. Like yeah. comedy is the most important thing, which is the reason why I wanted to come here. Which is the reason why when all this stuff's happening in the U.S., where they're telling Dave Chappelle what he can't say, it, you know, it pains me. So what what was it about comedy that 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 drew you to it and made you stick with this thing? I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest. I've never be, I've never been this honest, but Chris Rock came out to South Africa in 2008. Yeah, and I went to watch him in a 5,000 seat arena. Yeah, and if I'm honest, I'd never been. I'd always loved rock, but yeah. I've never been. Rock is my guy. Yeah. So I go watch him, and I'm sitting right in the back row, on top of the grandstand, literally the cheapest seats in the yeah. house, back against You're the, last the wall. Guy. And this tiny little man had five thousand people in physical agony yeah. because he came so hard. Yeah. I was like at a point. I was like, dude, just stop talking for ten seconds, just so that I can release. The ab workout. Yeah. And I was just like, I want. That power, I mean, I love making people laugh, and that's the first love, but it was that, that power to be able to use words yeah. to literally describe something. Thank you. Service is great. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, but, but to be able to use literally just your words and take people on a journey that yeah. could, they could physically feel. Uh, unbelievable. And that's, that's been the thing. And I'm, So I, I always go, I don't love stand-up comedy. I'm in love with yeah. stand-up comedy. Yeah, every day. Every single day. It, and I don't know. I, I don't know how many people, a lot of people are new to watching comedy. They'll, they'll watch a special on Netflix, whatever, whatever. Those people that haven't been in the room for live comedy just don't get it. They don't no. understand. It's, no. just, it's, it's a it's whole tangible. other experience. It's tangible. Yeah. It's and what's happening in that room is what the comedy ends up being about. And, you know? and that is my favorite part. And when you can find that thing, you can find that thing that for some reason this room tonight relates to this one thing, and you find that thing and you just fucking exploit it, it's nothing like it. It's, 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 it's not only beautiful, but it's something that I feel grateful 
to be able to yeah. do. And I think a lot of a lot of comics are like that because I think the thing that binds us is we are all very conscious of how difficult this thing is. Yeah. You know, and and, and uh, how terrible it feels when you bomb. Yeah. Uh, yet how amazing it feels when you win. Yeah. It's so. just cr- I mean, th- and there's nothing like it. I mean, it wasn't until a couple years in that I started understanding why some some big acts, some big names, end up doing drugs is because you get off stage and there's nothing. Yes. It's nothing like it. You're like, how do I get that when I'm not doing that? And the only way yes. to do it is to put that's heroin exactly, in your dick. I always describe it to people exactly like that way, is that a good set is like a drug. I once said that for years I uh, argued when people would make a reference. So you'd go, how's the chocolate cake? And she'd go, oh, my God, it's better than sex. And I'd always go, that's because you're doing the sex wrong. Right, right. Comedy, for me, the only reason it's better than sex is because the high I get when I come off of a good set can yeah. last seven days. Yeah, for sure. I don't care how good your sex is. If you've been doing it for a long time and you're still reminiscing three days after, <laughs> you're not having enough sex. You know what I mean? That's, let's right. just clear that up. But <laughs> it's a true. comedy, a good set as a man makes you feel like your penis is longer for seven days. Oh, it's yeah. just what it does. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's absolutely true. This, is, this was a thing, and I, had the, I used to have this feeling where when you get off stage... Hold on. How long does he have? All right, cool. So you have three, four, four more minutes? Uh, yeah, you can put it red on 13, please, baby. So, uh, yeah. I would always want yeah. two, so two minutes to red. So he would come, and then, and, and then are you doing time? Uh, not, not, I might. I might have to do a little bit of time, but not, not that long. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Um, I used to have this feeling, and then I guess Steve Martin used to have the same. But I, but I always had this feeling, and I just found this this story about Steve Martin out recently. Was I always had this feeling that like after the show, people want to hang out, whatever. But like I want the like I want the audience to come home with me. Like I yeah. want the show to keep yeah. going. And Steve Martin used to do that. He used to, he would he would sell out Madison Square Garden, yeah. and then he would tell the crowd, he's like, look, I I paid for this. Uh, this other room that that fits a thousand people, uh, just come hang out. I bought pizza. Just come hang out for another couple hours, because it's just it's so hard to come down from this fucking thing. But also, you feel a real relationship with yes. the audience when it yes. goes well. Yes, you f- it's real love. Right, and they come and they come up. They want to talk to you. They want to buy you drinks. They feel like they know yeah. you. Yeah, and that's because yeah. and and I think that that comes from the fact that you have to be so vulnerable doing comedy. Right. You know, and I, and I think the best acts in the world are acts that are completely open, completely honest, completely vulnerable yeah. on stage. And when you're in that state and people accept you in that vulnerability, there's a bond immediately. Yeah. And you give up. And that's the thing. That's what I found difficult is when you're first in comedy, you know, sometimes uh, you're more attractive when you get off stage. People in the audience, they want to hang out with you. And I, and I, and I, and I found that, like, you have to cut off that, that relationship a little bit because it's like... I just spent 30 minutes telling you who I was. So you think you know me. 100%. I don't fucking know I you. Have no idea I don't know anything are. about you. I would be mid 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 meal. Yeah. And somebody who saw me 2 years ago yeah. would just come and stand there and look at me as if like how do you not recognize me? Dude, right. Yeah. We had that magical night. Right. Right. How do you not remember me? And right. I'm just like So I so I've been I've tried I've tried I've tried hard over the years to to not start any sort of romantic relationship with anybody that was in the crowd and, and originally. Sometimes I fail, but I try my best. He's lying. <laughs> that's basically the only reason we do the thing. That's that's <laughs> the objective. That's the objective. <laughs> no, I've, I've uh, I'll let you know in. I've had I've had in, yeah, I've had in depth I've had in depth arguments where I was like, where I was like telling Camille on the road when we first get on the road. It's like just, I was like, don't fuck the crowd. Do not fuck the crowd. Sometimes you gotta fuck the crowd. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I I'm engaged. I I fuck my fiance. <laughs> But uh, so, how long have you been doing this? Six years. Okay. Oh, so yeah, everybody's been. And how long's the club? How old's the club? Two years. It's crazy, man. It's You're doing such a fucking incredible job You're here. You're trying, man. This is great. You're trying, but people have got to come out. Go and check out. Go and check out the club's website, GoliathComedyClub.com. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a hoot. We just we do it for the love of it. Uh, good food, good comedy. Yeah. A bar. Yeah, the food's great. Man. It ticks all the boxes. Yeah, everything's yeah. Every, the, the the respect it ticks all the boxes. Co- it's got coffee. I gotta go on. I gotta go uh, on. I gave plug you your shit. So Goliath and Goliath. Jason, or excuse me, uh, Jason at Jason Goliath. Uh, the Goliath Comedy Club. We'll uh, we'll give him we'll give him his proper uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, such forth. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hop you in the seat and we're gonna we're gonna go straight into you. Uh, Dave Thompson's coming off stage. 
Uh, this is such a fun episode. I, I, I knew it would be a little Hello. bit of chaos, but it's actually working out pretty good. Dave Thompson, introduce yourself to the to the folks. This is the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour podcast. Hi. Just come off the stage. Yeah. So you, this is the best you've ever felt in your life because you just came off stage. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I was expecting to go on the next slot. Oh, so you got rushed in. So suddenly I got told with five seconds notice I was going on. Oh. Mm. But you handled it. I think so. I've been sitting here. I don't know. I, could, no, I, don't, I don't know what happened out there. I think it was all right. I You're not bleeding. Probably, I think it went better last night than tonight. Actually. Tonight, and I'll, I'll tell you this, I had the same experience. They're a little tighter. Tonight. They're respectful, yeah. but they're not as vocal. That's all. No, last night they were... They, last night they were fucking wild. Yeah. Last yeah. night I was ready to move to South Africa. Yeah, yeah, me too. Tonight, <laughs> tonight was perfect, though. But they're, good, they're a good crowd. They're just... They're a little tempered. Saturday crowd. These are the people that planned their whole night. Yeah. They didn't do shit today, and then they came here. No, no. You're great. You're fantastic. I watched you last night, man. You're, you're oh, well, thank very you very funny much, uh, Dan. Just che- uh, cheers. Yeah, I don't have anything to cheers you. That's with. not your drink. No, this, no <laughs> I'm going to fucking drink it, though. Uh, so you are from the UK. England. but I, Okay, so you're from England. Mm. Whereabouts? Uh, I w- live on the south coast, very near a city called Brighton. Okay. Which is like Britain's version of San Francisco. Sure. Okay. It's a very gay town. Uh, I'm not gay myself. Not that it matters. Um, but I actually live... Um, about 10 miles west of Brighton okay. uh, in a place called Shoreham-by-Sea, okay. which is a beautiful little place. I'm very happy to live there. Yeah. Lovely beach, um, very cool. a yacht club, um, you know, uh, a little airport even. Yeah, yeah. and you, you're killing while you're here. You, uh, I mean, I got a couple of gigs when I was out here, but you're literally, you're doing two comedy clubs in one night this yeah. whole weekend. Yeah. So how's that going? Um, That's it's nuts. good. This is actually the last one. Yeah. And then I fly to Cape Town on Monday. Nice. And then what are you doing in Cape Town? Yeah, I'm doing the um, Cape Town Comedy Club there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And then what's that, the whole week? Um, yeah, for the whole week. And then I'm going to take, I think, about a week and a half off. I might see if I can get any other little gigs yeah. that might be going. Um, but otherwise, I'm going to see if I can get on the beach. Nice. Mm. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, how long have you been doing comedy? Pardon? How long have you been doing comedy? Well, I'm sort of ashamed or, or embarrassed to answer this question truthfully. Um, it's 32 years. Okay. Yeah, it'll the be in on June the 10th this year. It'll be 33 years there's nothing since my first attempt. There's no shame. There's no shame for in that. Why would they be shameful? Well, because I'm not a massive Hollywood film star. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. That I, I think you're doing the right things. Uh, I didn't know. I, I I, I had the luck that they said, I, I emailed them out of the blue and they said yes. I mean, but this room, I think, is, is one of the hottest rooms I've, 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 yeah. I've played on it earth. It doesn't look like it. When you look at the room, you think, yeah. well lit, big. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look like it, but the people have got so much they soul. It. They love it, yeah. 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 So is this your first time here? I've been to South Africa before, but this is the first two nights I've done at this club. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I did Parker's Comedy Club seven years ago. And ha- okay. And how, yeah, and how, so how was your experience at Parker's? I'm playing there in a couple Pardon? weeks. How was your experience at Parker's? I'm playing there in a couple weeks. What? You mean uh, at Parker's? Parker's, yeah. Parker. It was great. It was really good. Nice. I started on Wednesday night, and I did the last one tonight. Nice. Every night I was editing material yeah. and stuff. I recorded every gig. Nice. And then I listened to it, and I worked out, because I found seven years ago they got jokes which they didn't get this time. Yeah which I think maybe the demographic has changed. Sure. So there were jokes I did and this time, and I, didn't, I did them once and didn't do them again yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, the audience didn't really get them. Yeah, it's interesting. That, that, that was my first, that was my first like, two hours before I went on yesterday. Was I, was like, I was like, look, I was going through my jokes, and I was like, I don't know if they're going to get this reference or this reference, and I'm asking them, like, what's, listen, what's your, it's this kind of restaurant, what would that be here? Mm. So there's all these little things that... Yeah. Don't see, you know, like, while you're doing it, they don't seem to matter because you're from the place you're telling the jokes, but then you get outside of that and you realize just that little word, that, that little restaurant, whatever it is, yeah. that props up the rest of the joke. And without that little piece, the whole thing topples. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sometimes just you just say the wrong word because yeah. you're, you know, it's, you're lost in translation, and then the crowd's like, I don't know what that is. Mm. That's slightly reassuring in some ways because so many things are the same. I mean, there's more moles in Johannesburg. Yeah. Than per capita than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, and for me, you know, moles are the same. You could be in any pl- anywhere in the world. Yeah, you know, yeah it's like yeah. an airport. Yeah, same chain stores and stuff. Yeah. So when you do find that you have to uh, adapt your material for an audience yeah. when you go to a different country, it's slightly reassuring because it shows that 
it's everywhere in the world isn't exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is and it isn't. Yeah, mm. it's, it's cool. It, 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 that I think as a comedian, wherever you start, you think that, that place, you think that your jokes are specific to that place, and then you start traveling, you start looking at stuff, and you, you kind of start to realize that everywhere is kind of the same, man. Yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in Johannesburg, South Africa, and there's a fucking casino up the street. Mm. There's a casino in Iowa that I just mm. played. You know, there's a casino in my hometown, like... There's just there's just certain human things that 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 corporations have taken over yeah. and they've decided that's what people are into. Mm. I think uh, it's because it's owned by the same few people. It, it, well, that it absolutely <laughs> is owned by the same people. I, I I had a sushi burrito yesterday in really? Johannesburg. Yeah, sushi burrito. Sushi burrito. Yeah, it's like the hottest thing in New York City. I got here, I saw it, and I was like, I'm, I got to get a sushi wow. burrito. Yeah. Well, when I was eating raw fish, I always thought, what this needs is refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, thirty-two years—that's nuts, man. So, so what's your what? So, how many countries do you play as a as a UK comedian? Um, well, I've done I think thirty-four countries outside oh, the shit. UK. Wow. And two cruise ships. Wow. Um, I've done the Falkland Islands. Okay. That's the most southerly gig I've yeah. ever done in my life. And that's that's a, is that still British? It's it is yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've done that's yeah the most northerly I've done is a place called Trondheim in Norway. Okay. I've also done Turku um, in Finland, which is nearly as far north. Very cool. And the third I have, I have heard, like I know, uh, New York, a lot of New York comedians I knew would go to Scandinavia. They would play Helsinki. They would play a lot of those places. So I have heard that the Scandinavian audiences are, are great. Yeah, there's, there's Helsinki and there's, um, there's Tur- Tampere is the most north okay. place. There's, it's very near a place called Nokia. Okay. And no prizes for guessing what they make there. <laughs> Um, and the most easterly place I've ever played is only Oman. I've played Muscat in Oman. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I'd like to do Southeast Asia, but yeah. it's quite hard to get in. That's well. That's on my list. I really, I really wanna. I got China's one of my next ones on my list. China. There's yeah. like there's a small scene that that brings yeah. American comedians. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, it I seems like it seems like these guys, South Africa, they get a lot of invites to tr- to uh, to Canada. Yeah, a lot more than even the U.S. And we're right there, but they, there's, there's there's less invites for us to go to to Canada. Yeah. So it's these fun these fun little scenes. But it's harder to get into the U.S., isn't it? It's, it's more um, difficult to get a visa to work. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, to play a lot of the clubs and a lot of the gigs that that uh, that exists would be a visaless situation. But I'm not a um, I had a scuba diving accident in Thailand, okay. and it made me slightly deaf. <laughs> so I didn't actually hear what you said. <laughs> well, we were also in the green room. It's also very loud. Um, but I was basically just saying, come without a visa um, and play anyway. It's probably horrible <laughs> advice. Um, but yeah, but no, the, it's good, man. But uh, I love it. So I, so the, my first experience with comedy was I, I, I moved to London. Yeah. Oh, really? And I just watched comedians. I was there. I was there with uh, with school. Uh, when I oh, was wow. when I was nineteen or twenty, and I yeah. had just decided that this is what I wanted to do, yeah. And I was too I was too uh, nervous to get on stage in another country, uh, so I just I, I just got a job at a comedy club and I was just picking up glasses, yeah. And the respect here, there, and in other countries that that people have for comedy, I think is 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 far greater than it is in the U.S. for an, uh, from an audience perspective. Is what? Sorry, in London. Way more respect when somebody when oh, somebody right. shou- shouts out, uh, it's more of like an invite for a battle of wits. Yeah, in Britain. In Britain, whereas in uh, the U.S., it's just somebody drunk who's trying to ruin the show and oh, make it right. about them. Yeah, I haven't done it in America for a long time. Yeah. So, um, but we were normally we used always used to be the barbarians on the edge of Europe. Yeah, and people would be aggressive and they'd test you out to see yeah. whether you could handle an aggressive, right, destructive but heckle. Yes, but they but they. Uh, they like respected the the art form, and they were. It was more of a challenge mm. than 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 like a, a slight. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sort of both. You had, but if you yeah. could, if you had the comeback, then they might respect you. But uh, yeah, it it would often be quite aggressive. Not so much nowadays, I think. Yeah. Um. So um. So you live in New York. <laughs> I live in New yeah. York. Yeah. This wow. Year. Yeah. I went to New York once. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, we went in the um, the helicopter that takes you on the tour oh, around no New York. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And the, the pilot was asking. We're all tourists. So yeah. I was sitting in the back, and he asked us all where we were from. And he asked the couple who were in the other couple, and they said we're from Switzerland. And he said, "Where are you?" I said, "I'm from England." 
he asked someone else where they were from and they said Ireland and then I said well I suggest you drop the Irish guy off first <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, I, this, I, and I find this more and more uh, with, with, uh, with Americans we don't we have very little information about other places. We mm. like we have this this the superiority complex where we don't we feel like we don't have to learn anything. Mm. Um, it's like your sports thing, the World Series, but it's actually only America. Right, right, yeah. yeah. In, uh, and when they had that program, last comedian standing. Right. It, they they did a world tour. Of yeah, America. did they call it a world tour? <laughs> they yeah. did a world tour yeah, of they, America. They, they went from New York to uh, Wyoming. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. World tour. Yeah, it's interesting. Fun. I think most American people don't have a passport. That's probably true. That's yeah. probably true. But you know what else I found is is uh, I w- I've just been going around doing stuff. Uh, you guys have some. Well, in South Africa, I don't know if they have anything, but in South Africa, they have something that we don't have in the U.S., which is uh, twenty-eight inch waist. No, well, they don't have that here. Well, they have they have that here, but yeah. it, they don't have that in the U.S. The don't pants they? pants start at like. 30, oh, I see. I thought you meant the actual humans have a 28-inch waist. <laughs> well, humans. We don't have any human. We have children that have 28-inch waist yeah, yeah, in, in America. Say, yeah, but they don't have the actual trousers. No, they don't have them at all. We wanted to do that drink was, and now they we don't, found they out. Yeah, it was this. They, uh, they, yeah, they start. You'll be lucky. There's like one. They make one pair of thirties, and then everything, and everything's up from there. Really? Yeah. Skin, and uh, I don't know. That's why. I, that's one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted to get here and be able to talk about how fat America. Oh, I see. Because 28 inches is small. Isn't it's small. It? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. What's your waist? 34. Yeah. So even your grown man, uh, worldly guy, yeah. 34 inch waist. 34 yeah. inch waist in the, in, uh, in, in the States pretty much is guy who just, guy who just got out of college. Really? Yeah. This guy who just got on the couch. Just got out of college. Oh, just got, got yeah. out of college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like, I like that. Yeah, I li- so uh, because I've been having a hard time understanding the accents here, I like that you don't understand mine. Well, it's not the accent. It's the, it's the ambient noise of yeah, the yeah, yeah. ear being deaf from scuba diving. That's crazy. So did your eardrum blow up? No, it was the cochlea, which is like the little thing that transmits the sound yeah. from the outer to the middle ear. And I've tried hearing aids, but it's like turning up the volume on a blown loudspeaker. Oh wow! So it's yeah. just yeah, and we're in a reflective acoustic ad- environment. It's horrible. Yeah, it's actually, it actually um, it's coming out okay, but oh I was okay. worried. I, mean, I was I'm worried okay. about it. Yeah. But that just explains why I don't understand. I feel a bit sweaty because I literally just walked yeah. off stage. Well, listen, let's uh, let's plug. There's almost going on an hour episode. Let's plug your 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 Twitter. Let's plug your your whatever you have, your social media, yeah. and then uh, and then we'll and then we'll wrap the show up. Oh, okay. What well, my social media? Yeah. Okay. Well, my um, Facebook URL is uh, Funny Dave Thompson. You know, Facebook.com. Yeah, yep. Funny Dave Thompson. Thing, Funny Dave Thompson. The uh, Twitter is uh, Dave Thompson Ha. Dave Thompson Ha. And the uh, um, Instagram is The Dave Thompson. The Dave Thompson, cool. And Very my cool. Um, ATM card pin number is <laughs> 65627. Is there any money in there? No. <laughs> 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 so check him out on the web. Man. Very funny dude. Um, I'm so happy. Yeah, to, very sweaty. To, having to just very sweaty dude. That's what they say about him. Yeah. Uh, very happy to have you on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we're here at the Goliath Comedy Club. The, uh, this is the South comedy's Africa, in Johannesburg. Johannesburg is the comedy's best kept secret tour podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We're on Google Play. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Whatever thing you found us on, we're also on the other thing. Check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, and check out Dave Thompson and all the other great oh, comedians yeah. we had Could on I this plug episode. my novel? For, could plug you? everything, yeah. I wrote a novel called The Sex Life of a Comedian, which is about a stand-up comedian who gets a job wearing a blue furry costume in a world-famous TV show. <laughs> and uh, it's available on Amazon. This is, uh, this is, this is autobiographical. It's semi-autobiographical. <laughs> okay. It's a, a mythologization of my career. Okay, very cool. I like it. I like it. Now, is, now just real quick, what he yeah. said last night. Yeah. Uh, is that true? That's true. I was the, Tinky Winky in the Teletubbies. He was Tinky Winky in the Teletubbies. It's not generally my generation, so I don't... Uh, Eight foot tall with the aerial. That's insane. That's how yeah. you got your start in this industry. The one with the red purse. That goes, that goes to show what... Everybody in comedy comes from different crazy backgrounds when they get here. Yeah, I was um, in that show, and look at my career now. Crushing it. He's in a green room with Dan Frigolet and the comedy's best in Johannesburg. podcast in Johannesburg, where nine people are going to listen to the podcast. We're killing it. All right? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Really uh, great to yeah. meet you. Thank you. Cheers.